the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Misha Dimitruk, NMLS 694427. Joining you today from Essex Mortgage's sunny Santa Cruz office, as always, trying to bring you the most up-to-date information in real estate lending to help ensure that you know what all of your options are out there in the market. I receive a lot of calls and texts and emails from the listeners of the show, and I want to meet you all with gratitude. All of you have brought about information that I have turned around and shared with all of our listening community, and it's an absolute joy. Please keep those emails and text messages and phone calls coming in, letting me know how the real estate environment is impacting you, what it is that's vexing you in the moment. Sometimes I get calls from people who just got off the phone with their lender or with their real estate agent or sometimes with their mom or with their son, and they've heard something that just they just need to understand more of, and they give me the opportunity to learn what is going on in their world and maybe in their neighborhood and help them better understand. If this is happening to you, please don't think that we are just you know, radio personalities. I work in this industry day in and day out, and my goal is always to provide you, our listeners, and all of the clients that I can serve in the community with information that you can use so that you make informed decisions that you feel good about. Um, For those of you who follow the show, we do a weekly challenge. The last week's challenge was really about understanding how to best posture yourself and um, sort of insulate yourself from all of this rate environment fluctuation. And for a lot of people in the Bay Area, that means if you're still buying and if you're still shopping, that means understanding how to buy down how to structure your loan, how to pick a loan that's going to serve you best in the short and the long term. Now, there's a lot of people out there saying, take the short term adjustable rate loan that's fixed for a certain number of years and then adjust thereafter, you'll likely refinance very soon. That's definitely one school of thinking. And that keeps for most people, that's going to minimize the interest rate that they're paying on the loan and afford them a smaller monthly payment. Now, in doing that, you have to understand the risk and the reward. The reward, obviously, is the opportunity to have a lower interest rate for a specific period of time, and then understanding what would happen if you exceed that time frame, and how does that loan work? And adjustable rate mortgage has its own set of disclosures books and that are supposed to be provided on every transaction, the charm book, and it, it really is an understanding of how that adjustable rate loan operates. And it operates differently than a fixed rate loan because there's mechanics involved in 
how the loan adjusts, what markets the pieces of the loan are tied to. There are fixed pieces in the market, which is the margin, the amount uh, of which over the current rate that your loan can be. There are indexes, meaning markets that fluctuate over time that are tied to how your rate is calculated. And it's typically the margin plus the index that determines what your current rate is. You need to know what index you're tied to. You need to know what your margin is. You need to know what's the maximum amount your loan can adjust on an annual basis over the life of your loan. Could your interest rate ever go down? Is there a floor and is there a ceiling? And understanding all of these aspects is really going to be about empowering you as an owner and allowing you to understand what happens when you get to the end of that fixed period and how to make smart decisions about moving forward. The, the adjustable rate loan is not a terrible product. It's a great product if you understand it, if you're educated in it, and you know how to navigate the world. I have plenty of clients that had adjustable rate loans that did very, very well with them because they didn't panic when the market shifted because we took the time to make sure that they understood what was happening with their loan. Now, for anyone who has a home equity line of credit, you are experiencing a little flavor of what that means to have an adjustable rate loan because your home equity line of credit for the majority of you is and always going to be an adjustable rate loan. Some investors at some points were allowing people to lock in certain percentages of money spent on a line of credit, um, sometimes for a fee, sometimes for a higher interest rate. But for most people, it really comes down to that loan is always going to be adjustable and the fluctuation of the market definitely impacts the interest that they're going to have to be paying on a monthly basis in order to minimize that loan in full. Now, adjustable rate mortgages are one strategy when it comes to looking at how to, how to make that payment solid, understood, and work that into your budget. When I talk with clients about what it is that we need to talk about in advance of a closing or in advance of getting into a pre-approval situation, we definitely go through the rigors of having conversation about their long-term plan. I don't ask somebody, what's your 30-year goal? I couldn't tell you what my 30-year goal is unless we're talking about really big pie-in-the-sky stuff. But what we can nail down and take small bites of that we can implement and really follow is maybe seven to 10 years, having a financial goal in mind. And in that seven to 10 years, we wanna understand for most people, do they know that something is going to shift for them financially? Um, you know, are, you, are you a temporary employee? Are you a contract employee and you're hoping to get taken on full-time? Are you an associate and you're hoping to make partner? Are you, um, you know, hoping for escalation in your job role or a migration to a new company? different things that would enhance your income and your earnings. Are you set to inherit something? This has come up very frequently in the last year in that people have inherited things, but they didn't have an understanding of the cost that it was going to become part of that equation for them to divide up assets amongst their siblings and or whoever else, the, the other heirs that were slated to receive asset or money. Uh, do they have the documentation in place? So. While we have a lot of conversation about numbers, we also have a lot of conversation about plan. And more so now as the market has become more challenging, as the numbers have gone up 
as the interest rates have risen, people are much more particular about what it is that they are paying every month because these are fixed costs. Now there's costs that most people and, and a lot of people that I'm hearing from are saying that the reason that they're still looking to buy, even though rates are higher, they see prices coming down on homes and they're getting very excited about that, but they can't manage the fluctuation in other areas of their life. They're not able to manage the fluctuation in gas prices or grocery prices or a variety of other things out there that they need to have in order to keep their life going. Even I had a conversation with Tracy who called from the East Bay who was talking about the cost of healthcare and the cost of childcare. She said, these two things in my life are absolutely sinking my ship. What can I do to stabilize? And the biggest thing that she could look to was her housing expense. So in that, we spend a lot of time educating clients on the options. And the adjustable rate is one way to continue to capture properties in here in the Bay Area and continuing to buy down. Now, right now, there's a there's a, I would say, a divide in the market over whether to look at a permanent buy-down, which is prepaid mortgage interest considered paying points that you pay through the closing. And it can be you as a buyer. It can be a credit from the seller. It can be a credit from any interested party to a certain percentage. And that could be a listing agent, a selling agent. Um, that could be a gift from someone. or And that would be a permanent buy-down of your interest rate. One-time cost applied at the closing and permanently leaving you with as a lower interest rate and a lower monthly payment for as long as that loan remains in place. And then there is the option of the temporary buy-down. Now, some institutions are offering a three-to-one buy-down, which is 3% less in the first year, 2% in the second year, 1% in the third year, and then the note rate, meaning the original undiscounted rate going forward from there. Some companies offer a two-one buy-down, which is just 2% in the first year and 1% less in the next year. And then you, again, revert to the note rate. That option means that you're buying down interest rate on a monthly basis. And that money is not applied all at one time. It's applied over time. And if you refinance out of it, the money then turns around that was earmarked to buy down that interest rate over a temporary period of time and is used to reduce the principal amount of your loan balance. So it's not prepaid mortgage interest in the same way that an immediate buy down of interest rate is applied. And so there's a big conversation in online communities and forums about which one is more beneficial. Now, immediately having a lower interest rate, you know, 2% or 3% lower for the first year and then getting higher as time goes on might be beneficial for people who are saying, I'm slated for this promotion. I'm working towards this next position. Um, you know, or you have a maybe a spouse or a partner who is about to take on a new role or maybe re-enter into the workforce. Maybe you're looking at alleviation of a giant cost in your life. Maybe you've been paying for private school and you have a child that's headed off to a public school or going on to college. Maybe there is something in your financial books that's going to shift that affords you the opportunity to have more financial freedom and flexibility. That might be where you find yourself fitting the best payment for the foreseeable future into the temporary buy-down. It's also a great opportunity if you don't anticipate staying at this property for a long period of time. 
because oftentimes we hear people trying to sell the, the temporary buy down option as something that is, if you're going to be uh, looking to refinance very rapidly. Well, most of the people buying in today's market are hoping to refinance as quickly as possible, mm -hmm. but no one has an opportunity to tell you with definite information when that opportunity will present itself. So in structuring for your short-term goals and hoping that you have planned or thought about your long-term goals, it really comes down to your individual needs and your individual criteria. And this is something that I, I, I talk about a lot on this show. There isn't one size fits all answer in home lending. It's very much like the medical field. Your individual set of criteria is going to be taken into consideration. Your goals, your budget, your finances, you know, what's happening in your financial sphere. And that is absolutely going to be different than your neighbor, than your friend, than your colleague, than your brother, than your cousin, than your mother. And all of these things are really important that you appreciate that this is a personal choice. And it's a personal choice that I hope every one of you makes based on information and education. The facts are here for you. The experts are in line to be able to help you and support you in understanding what all of your financial opportunities are and to help you find your best and smoothest path to securing and stabilizing that biggest expense that most of us have, which is the cost of our housing. If you need support, if you need guidance, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. 831-435-0385. You can email Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at Essex Mortgage. You can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. We have a great show for you today. When we come back, we're going to talk about more vocabulary and a couple of other strategies coming your way. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha. We'll be back in a few. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right. We are back. Now, I want to talk with you today about some, again, some terminology in the industry. Um, something that is going to come to light here is the assumability of a mortgage. And the, an assumable loan is a type of loan that can be transferred, interest rate and all, from a seller to a buyer. And now there, there are typically fees associated with that, and people do still have to qualify. And that's not to be confused. An assumable loan is not to be confused with something called a portable mortgage. And a portable mortgage we see very, very seldom, but it is a mortgage that can be carried by the same owner from one property to another. So we'll set portable mortgage aside and, and just discuss assumable loans right now. Why do I think assumable loans are really going to reign supreme over the next however many months, let's call it, is the reason being, if people need to sell and they have an assumable loan, and this is something that everyone can find out by contacting their loan servicer and asking if they have an assumable loan, is the benefit of being able to say to a buyer who has cash opportunity to pay the difference between what the current loan is and what the seller is asking for in price, bringing cash that they can pick up that loan with the rate that the seller obtained whenever they refinanced or financed last. Meaning someone who captured a low rate in the twos and threes has the opportunity if their loan is assumable to offer that to a buyer who has the ability to make up the difference between the loan and the, the sales price in cash. 
And that buyer then comes in and just takes over with the next set of payments. Now, again, they have to qualify. They have to, they have to apply. They have to provide all the documentation. There is typically a cost associated with reviewing an assumption package. And then they qualify for it. And it, it goes through the standard closing process. But the reason that I think this is going to be such a sticking point for opportunity going forward is those rates, if someone has to sell for whatever reason, and they have one of those magnificent low rates to offer someone, it could create the bidding war. It could give them the upper leg. They could get people who are offering thousands of dollars above what it is that they're seeking in order to take over on a low interest rate loan. Now, I don't think that's going to be everybody, and there are plenty of loans that are not going to be assumable, but it is an avenue that people need to take into consideration. And when I talk with realtors about their up and coming listings, I always ask, what's the seller's plan? Do you know about their financing? Do they have an assumable loan? And this is something that some of the people who have been in this industry for a shorter period of time, they, they don't ask those questions, they don't have the information, and they get excited about learning what it is I'm talking about. And that gives everyone else an opportunity to expand and obtain something that they didn't know was available. Now, again, the assumable loan is going to reign supreme here. Why? Because all of the interest rates that people can get right now are higher than what they could get last year, even this spring. So the benefit is absolutely there. Taking over on that existing loan at that existing rate with the remaining term is absolutely available if it's an assumable loan. So please, if you are a seller and the concept of selling your property has come up for you, or if you know that you have an assumable loan, remember to explain that to your realtor. Realtors, please remember to ask those sellers about the financing that they have in place now. That could be your ticket to relaying to buyers that you have a better opportunity in the market and could help your clients sell their home faster and potentially for a better price because they have the ability to capture that low interest rate and monthly payment. And again, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to help you. So if you are in a transaction, if you have a seller um, you know, in mind who doesn't understand what they need to ask, you know, I can help guide you in how to obtain that information with their permission. If you are in the position of talking to a, a potential listing, if you're a realtor and you're about to sit down for a listing presentation, this is a key piece of information. And sometimes people get a little bit uncomfortable as a seller when they are being asked about the financing that they have in place. Because as a seller, typically, no one's interested in their financing. I definitely want to flip the script and make sure that every realtor is talking to their sellers about their financing, what their current financing is, what their future financing needs are, and what their plan overall is. Because this can create more than one benefit by learning what your clients' needs are in now and in the future and what their opportunities are now, you might help make that sale happen. And for two people, not only for the seller, a better process, but for a buyer who comes in and gets to capture an unattainable otherwise rate at this point. Now, even looking at buying down today, you know, the, the lowest opportunity for buy down is somewhere in the fours right now in most markets on a fixed rate, high balance loan. 
and that's a loan that goes up to presently up to $970,800. So even spending thousands and tens of thousands of dollars to buy down doesn't get you where people were last year. So that's a, definitely a strategy that I, I'm hoping that we're going to see more employing of going forward. Um, and you know, for those people who have the ability to stay where they are, they don't need to rock the boat. But if they're looking for another strategy for maybe an investment property, maybe they still want to capitalize on the great values that are being had in the marketplace. It's still something that we should all be taking a look at and how to help our greater community and, and close more transactions. So if I can help you understand this more, please don't hesitate to give me a call. 831-435-0385. That's the Assumable Mortgage. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right. Let's have a chat about what the future markets might bring. Now, if we're looking at history and we're monitoring what has happened before, and there's a lot of conversation about will this recession that we are feeling, will it be as big as the 0809 crash or will it be worse? What's going to happen here? How are people going to thrive? And here's my position on it. My position remains that it's not going to be as bad as the previous market crash because people are so much smarter. We have lived through, the majority of people have, as adults, we lived through that time period, understanding and learning from our friends and neighbors and relatives, and even from strangers who watched as their electronic value, I like to call it, because this is where people are monitoring it on a day-to-day -day basis, um, they watched their electronic value go down. Their payment may not have changed. They may not have had a change in income. They may not have had an increase in cost, but they saw their value go down. And the perception for a lot of people was that they better just walk away because their house isn't worth what they paid for it at the time, or for some people, their house isn't what they owed on it at the time. And I remind people on a daily basis that real estate is a long-term investment strategy and it is cyclical. So Understanding that those people who walked away from their properties previously, and some of them for valid reasons, absolutely, honestly, and, and some people just over that electronic value perception, they now have an understanding that if they had held on to the property, if they had continued to make their payments, there would have been an opportunity for them to gain market appreciation, gain more equity in their homes not be burdened by years of derogatory credit issues, not be placed in the position of having no or bad credit for years on end and how that affected them financially, emotionally, mentally, and ultimately physically. A lot of people found themselves in very challenging positions, physically living with family, trying to overcome those credit issues for years because they didn't understand what all of the ramifications of that action of saying, well, I'm, this house isn't worth it, I'm out of here. So we have a populace that I believe is smarter. And we don't have the same type of opportunities where we had a lot of people in adjustable rate loans where the interest rate was rising on them. So in this environment, we have a lot of people with tremendous equity 
in their properties. We have a lot of people with low fixed rates and great stabilized housing payments for a good many people, particularly in the Bay Area. And I think that's really going to change the way that this next round of recession that again is cyclical is going to affect everyone in the buying pools and in the owning pools. Now, will you see your value, your electronic value go down? It's very likely. And if you're monitoring it on a routine basis, I will tell you the same thing that I tell clients who are interested in monitoring their credit every single day. Please don't look at it every single day. It will change every single day, just like your weight. And if you monitor that every single day, you will get caught up in the very nitty gritty. And you could be distracted from the most important things in your life, which is to have healthy habits, have healthy spending habits, have healthy savings habits, and understanding how to manage your lifestyle so that you don't find yourself in the position where you're not able to make payments, where you're struggling financially when your payments haven't necessarily changed. Now for everybody, I don't know anyone at this point who isn't affected by the increase of cost of things. And that legitimately is impacting families on a very big basis because it's not just that groceries are more expensive. It's not just that gas is more expensive. It's that electricity is more expensive. It's that we're turning into the winter months and people are going to start turning their heat up. And that cost of heating their home is going to be more expensive, whether you're buying wood for a fireplace, whether you're paying for gas, um, you know, for a stove or a, a, again, a fireplace, whether you are all electric in your house and you're worried that you're even going to be able to run your electricity all winter with how everything has been this past summer, telling people to turn it off because of the electricity because it was too hot. So there's a lot of stressors out there and there's a lot of opportunity to get sort of sucked into the cyclone of what's uh, what's going to happen next. And my advice to everyone is to really stay focused on the facts, know what your finances are, have your budget prepared, and understand the opportunity in your hand. If you have a fixed rate mortgage, if you have equity in your property, if you have stable income, these are all great opportunities for you to continue along. Definitely take a look at how to minimize unnecessary expenses. And one of the best ways to do that out there right now is to check all of those subscriptions that you forgot about. That can minimize even tens of dollars and every little bit helps. If you are in the position where you find yourself having income challenge and you own your home, there are programs to be able to help you get through this and to reorganize your finances so that you remain successful here. If you need help, if you need support, reach out because there are opportunities for assistance available. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. So one of the, the key groups of people that are likely to be the most impacted by the financial situation is our senior population. People living on fixed incomes and because of the cost of goods and services rising, we are likely to see the most impact on those people who have, again, that fixed income, they're on social security, they don't have other opportunities to achieve higher incomes. And with the costs of goods and services, they are now finding themselves stretched. Now, if you are a senior and you are a homeowner, 
you have the opportunity to take that mortgage that you have tied to your property and take out a reverse mortgage, which means that you are no longer paying on that mortgage on a monthly basis. The interest on that loan accrues and you get to stay in that house for as long as you live without making a mortgage payment. Now you'll still pay your taxes and insurance, but for a good many people in the Bay Area, the opportunity to alleviate thousands of dollars a month of spending on a mortgage is available to them. And there's a a big stigma associated with reverse mortgage. And it really comes down to generational communication and understanding about debt, I believe. The concept that they hand over a property that has as little leveraging as possible or none. You know, in past generations, it was absolutely common to receive and inherit a house that had no loan tied to it whatsoever. But those times are not with us anymore, ladies and gentlemen. And with the cost of properties in the Bay Area, and the cost of living. It's really important that we support our seniors in the best way possible. If you have parents, if you have aunts and uncles, if you have elderly friends who you know are living a diminished lifestyle because they want to make sure the limited amount of cash that they have sustains them and that they have any type of nest egg whatsoever to be able to mitigate for the rising costs that they're dealing with, have the conversation with them about reverse mortgage and understanding that this can alleviate thousands of dollars a month in mortgage payment that they can defer. Their property's values are built into the structure of creating a reverse mortgage in that the reverse mortgage is designed to maintain an, a similar equity position over a long period of time. Now, these loans are based on a market appreciation. And we typically in the Bay Area have 11% market appreciation year over year. Some of the communities around the Bay Area are at 24, 26% year over year these last couple of years. And that's astronomical growth. And we're going to see a slowing of that over the next foreseeable months. But that doesn't mean that we're going to dwindle into zero numbers or you know, potentially even negative numbers overall. And the standard for reverse mortgage is that this maintains equity while allowing people to live in their homes and live a healthy and happy lifestyle. The program was designed to help seniors stay in their properties so that they don't have to go into live-in facilities. They don't have to spend the extra money, become uncomfortable in their older and golden years, and it affording them that ability to live longer happier, healthier lives. Now, the, these are all very basic fundamentals of what we want for the seniors in our community and for all of our community. So please take the time to understand these products because this is definitely something that we are seeing more awareness of, more people looking for those opportunities as their retirement age is getting, for some, lower and for some, higher while they're still trying to make sure they have enough there for themselves to be able to make that mortgage payment while they're not earning any income any longer. So taking a look at how you can shift your financial structure to best benefit your long-term goals is going to be a strong maneuver for all of the seniors out there in the community. Now, principal and interest is not addressed. Interest accrues on a reverse mortgage. The principal amount remains and each month the interest grows. This is true. 
the taxes and insurance still need to be paid and your property still needs to be maintained. One of the biggest things that we run into with our senior population is when money gets tight, deferred maintenance becomes an issue. It's also about deferred ability or excuse me, a limited ability for some of the older people. They just don't have the physical means to be able to keep up with the property. If this is the situation you find yourself in, it's not uncommon and it should really not be looked at as a bad thing. It really needs to be about creating awareness and how everyone can be living their best and healthiest life. And that might mean a shift in your finances. If you are interested in learning more about how reverse mortgage can work for you or for your family to be able to sustain the lifestyle for your parents, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, those elderly people within your community who have done a good job managing so far, but they fear for their future. We want to make sure they understand that they have options and that they have support in getting those options under their wheelhouse, under their umbrella and working for them. We want people to be living happily and because happier people are healthier people. And this is why this program was even in place in the first place was that the understanding that seniors live better, healthier, happier, longer lives when they can stay home and they're comfortable and they are not feeling like they're a burden to someone else. So again, 831-435-0385 is my phone number, M-E-S-H-A at Essex Mortgage. We will be back with this week's challenge in just a few. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, this is my favorite part of the show. Why? Because it triggers the majority of the phone calls, letting me know how this show is affecting your life, what information I've presented that you know, spawns an idea or allows you some better financial flexibility. So here we go. In prior downturned markets, there were always avenues of opportunity available to people who were poised and positioned to capitalize on them. Some people go into hyper-restrictive mode. They don't want to spend. They don't want to buy. They don't want to expand their ownership on anything. They want to keep it small, keep it tight, keep it together. For other people, they have taken the opportunity presented. And when prices were low, when interest rates and borrowing was restrictive, they utilized cash opportunities to capitalize where other people either didn't want to because of financing restrictions or couldn't because of financing restrictions reach out and capture properties, buying homes that sat on the market, offering lower prices when a property doesn't sell. These are all still things to be employed in this market as it goes on. And I do believe we are still on the way down. We are not plateauing. We are not hitting the bottom as of yet. And so that opportunity is available. Now, in those fluctuating markets, it really was people who pulled their money out of fluctuating markets and left themselves with a cash or liquidity position. That gave them flexibility. All of the people that I'm talking to right now who are relaying their liquidity and cash flexibility and asking me, should I pay down my loan so that down the road I have a mortgage that might be shorter in years? And I my answer emphatically is no. The reason being, over the next few years, 
those people with cash holdings are going to have more opportunity than those without. And the opportunity to grow that money rather than have lazy equity is definitely a better financial position. So the challenge for this week is for the investors out there. Those of you who are sitting on cash holdings, those of you who need to make a reinvestment, do you know all of the financial strategies that are out there to help you if you need leveraging? Now, for some people, they're saying, I'll just pay cash. And my position on this is don't do that to yourself. Don't pay all cash for a property that's going to cash flow and cover itself. You have now taken all of your other future opportunities off the table. Take some of the cash, find appropriate financing that ensures that that investment is going to carry itself and remain liquid with as much as you can so that you in your savvy investor mind have the ability to recognize the next investment opportunity and likewise be able to apply the cash needed to acquire it. Now, investment financing is still very flexible. There are bank statement loans, three, 12, 24 months bank statements. There are profit and loss only loans, which require a CPA provided unaudited profit and loss to allow you to qualify. There are de debt service loans, meaning that the intended income from the property covers the ex intended expense for the property. And then there are no debt service coverage loans, meaning that they're not even looking to see if the property will cover itself. So there's a ton of flexible financing options out there that are going to allow you to capture property with a portion of the funds that you would have used had you paid cash. They're going to give you tax shelter in the fact that you're paying interest on that loan, which is a tax deductible event. And they're going to afford you the ability to reach out and capture something else here that is coming around. In every downturn market, we have experienced something new, something that people were not looking for as an investment that turned out to be extremely lucrative. We all need to keep our eyes open to that at this time because we don't know what that newest investment avenue will be in this downturn market. Right now, people are getting themselves together. They're preparing for stabilization. And in preparing for stabilization, I encourage people to think about their liquidity position and their opportunity to grow the money that they have rather than just sock it away into lazy equity. The equity in your home is great if it's working for you. If it is not doing anything for you, then it's of no benefit to you. And if you could be doing more with your money to make that money grow, then isn't that a better opportunity for you over the long term? I think the answer is yes. So I'd like to hear from the investors out there who are still looking at properties. And believe me, we are still seeing it many, many times over where investors are jumping in and saying, you're right. With 40% on average, 40% of the population still renting, people still need housing. We still have a tremendous housing shortage and the cost of rent going higher, that means more income opportunity for those rentals is absolutely available. And the ability to create an acquisition market is, is upon us. We're seeing that we're shifting into a buyer's market from a seller's market. It's definitely happening, folks. And that is going to switch the tables around to where sellers are really going to be more eager to sell those properties quicker and with different price features 
than they're presently holding themselves to. Again, look for those assumable loans. Ask the questions about whether or not a property has a loan that you can assume when you're going to make an offer on a property. Find out your best financial strategy for residential buyers, for commercial buyers. It's all going to be the same aspects. We really want to make sure everyone has the strongest financial position. And that usually starts by asking a lot of questions. I am here for you in all of your real estate lending needs, and I sincerely look forward to helping you and supporting you in getting smarter, getting stronger, and getting more stabilized so that you can feel as confident and as comfortable as possible as we move through these challenging financial times. Please don't hesitate to contact me. Again, 831-435-0385 is my phone number. M-E-S-H-A at Essex Mortgage is my email address. I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn. And you can contact me about anything, whether you're in a transaction or you're looking to get prepared for one. It is my pleasure to be with you on a week-to-week basis. This show does rebroadcast tomorrow from 6 to 7 p.m. and Sundays from 3 to 4. So if you missed any part of it, you can re-listen to it then. But you can also always contact me for your own very direct and very specific set of circumstances. Thank you for your time, Bay Area. Be well and stay healthy. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.